Someone once famous said, right? It kind of ties into what we're going to do today, folks. Um, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at, whenever you're listening. Welcome to The Other Kind Radio. My name's Jeff. I'm one of your hosts. Todd is the other host, but he'll be here shortly. I usually like having a little uh, private conversation with everybody before he jumps on. So, uh... We're excited about today's show. We're going to run through all of that first, but first I want to give everybody uh, some update as far as what was going on this past week, right? Because that's, you know, kind of what we do. Um, So the first shout out goes to the Vegas hockey, hockey, hockey team. Uh, They won last night 5-3 versus San Jose. They were up 3-2 in the series, still pulling for them. Hope they end up uh, doing well and chasing that Stanley Cup. Uh, I am fresh off a trip to... um, Dallas, Texas, and uh, was there for business, but had some time to actually get together with Todd and Steve, uh, Steve, the other uh, uh, co-founder of The Other Kind Radio, and talked to him, and uh, that was it was a good trip, got back uh, yesterday, still a little uh, tired today, but um, ready to do the show, and speaking of which, let's see if we can't get uh, Todd... Try and tune him in here. Uh, I think we got, yep, yep. Is that you? We got you, Todd? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm having a beer, Jeff. Hang on. Just... <laughs> Todd is in the middle of giving me a hard time because he um, he has beer and I don't. So uh, I'm drinking water. I'm being good. I'm the designated uh, board op and uh, producer. So I just got have to keep a clear mind. Still doesn't mean that things won't get screwed up in the end, but you know we try to do our best here. Todd, how you doing? Welcome. I'm I'm great, Jeff. How are you? Thirsty, so I took a drink yeah, of water. Oh, was that again where I should have banned <laughs> a little bit? <laughs> that is the cue to me from now that on. Is. Hey, Todd, how are you? Jeff is now wanting to drink. Right. Yeah, yeah. I just say, really, I've had a great week. Every I week, a... you're actually getting worse. In the, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm going to guess that like in the next couple of shows, I'm going to go, hey, Todd, how are you? And you go, hmm. <laughs> Here's the thing. So what we actually do pre-pro before this gets gets going. We, yeah. we have a run sheet. We talk mm-hmm. about what we want to do mm-hmm. so that we're at least trying to stay on path and yeah. and we really treat your time valuably. Right. We never talk about the toss. Jeff I never do. Says, by the way, I this t- is my drinking break. I take, I take the kind listener's time. You're the one that gives them a four second. Anyway, I'm glad you're doing well. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hang on, I need another drink of okay, beer if I'm right. deal with this. You just go ahead. So before, before we get started today, um, one of the things I got to do uh, while I was down in Dallas was take a tour of the Four Corners Brewery, which Steve is involved in. And folks, it's down It's down by the convention center in Dallas. I know we got a lot of kind listeners in Dallas. Folks. It's worth your time to go down there and check it out. They have a full kitchen. They've got a, a full little tasting room that you can go into. When I say full, it's huge. It's got a little stage in there. 
it is probably one of the most well-designed and and put together spaces in and you know i've been i've I've got 45 years i've been in space or in spaces it's it's dynamite and i I, and i want everybody to know too even though steve and i are good buds and everything this is this is just completely a 100 heartfelt this isn't anything um that that they've asked me to do or anything um but it's a great space uh i'll get todd's take on it in a second as far as whoops no not not the todd's take on but uh, get todd's report because he's been there um to the four corners bureau so it's it's downtown dallas uh just use google check out the address go down there and try one of the plethora of beers they have which were all yummy and good brewed right there at the facility um, they actually have two separate brewing areas. One that where's where they specifically brew for all of the test tasting and everything. And then everything that goes into cans and kegs and sent all over uh, the great state of Texas and beyond, I believe, is done right next door in that in their huge facility. Excuse me. Um, and we're doing a special offer. If for the kind listeners that are in or will be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area between now and May 13th, if you go to Four Corners Brewery and tweet a picture of yourself uh, and tweet it at Talk Radio, your first beer will be free because the kind listener deserves something in life since Todd and I really don't deliver. <laughs> Um, but yes, now between now and May 13th, go down there, tweet a picture of yourself, tweet a beer and just tweet it at us. And, uh, the lovely folks down there, um, will, will get that first beer for you. Um, so feel free to take advantage of that. If you want to visit their website, it's uh, FCB for four corners brewery, uh, fcbbrewing.com four corners brewery.com. And then, uh, their Twitter account is at fcbbrewing. Uh, at Twitter. In fact, if you're going to tweet a picture of you had getting your free beer, send it to send it to uh, at uh, Talk Radio. Send it to uh, FC Brewing because uh, they would love to see that, and um, definitely worth their time. Todd, you've been down there. What are your thoughts? You know, I, I I know Jeff knows this. Watching Steve go from the very humble beginnings of asking, "Hey, do you want to mm-hmm. go to a brew shop with me?" Meaning, let's go look at all the different things that make beer. And then we would go, and he'd say, "Do you want to brew beer with me?" And I was like, "No, I just want to drink it." You you think this is just a friend with a small hobby, right? This thing is, you know, he's already had one location before, and they just got too big, and now they're at this. What what is that? Two buildings? Three buildings? Yeah, it's two. I don't know. It was, I think it's two main buildings, yeah. and it's it's just simply amazing to watch a friend take something to this level and have this amount of success it's it's a beautiful location it's a lot of fun they have outdoor seating they have an indoor bar we're just talking about where they have the the tastings you can have parties there i mean the place is just i I couldn't be more proud of my friend and it's an amazing place it's it's well worth your time to go down there and uh do want to send a big thank you to steve and to all the people who I met who I can't remember their names, I got to go down there and look at the tanks and stuff and ask the stupid questions like, what's that? And they said it was a chair. I said, what is that? And they said, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, that's a door. So out of all the questions that I could have asked being being given a tour of this brewery, I, I don't think I asked very smart questions. But that's okay. That's kind of what that's kind of my bit. So Four Corners Brewery, go see them, tweet a picture, get a free beer. 
And then email us. You can always email us. Uh, we'd love to hear your stories, your feedback on the shows. That's Todd at The Other Kind Radio if you don't want me to read it. It's Jeff at The Other Kind Radio if you don't want Todd to read it. And if you just want information, uh, you can uh, you can send it to info at The Other Kind Radio. And we promise, I've, I've never, I don't know if I've really said this before, but I guess you have to kind of say these things in these days. We're not going to sell your email address or anything. This is just simple communication. You know, um, at some point, maybe we'll open up the phone lines and take some calls or whatever, but uh, we would love to get some feedback from you. The numbers are getting stronger and stronger every week. And uh, want to have, uh, want you, the kind listener, to know that we are open to two way communication. And if we say something on here you think we're absolutely wrong, Please write us because uh, we like that open conversation. All right. So those are the housekeeping um, pieces to get out of the way. Now we move on to our weekly event called, and we'll have music and stuff stuff at some time, uh, at some point, Todd's Take On. So Todd, what is your take on this week? This week, I'm going to feature a podcast. I am a massive, massive lover of soundtracks. The Other Kind Radio. That's what yeah, I was going to do. As a matter of fact, The Other Kind Radio, there's this amazing host named Jeff. Um, there is a new podcast, and it's only been out for, I'm going to say, about two months, and it's simply called The Soundtrack Show, hosted by Dave w., David W. Collins, who has a long career having worked at Lucasfilm. He worked at LucasArts. He's, he's done all kinds of stuff. But he has an extensive background in theater, music, and post-production. The man, as a musician, he floors me, his depth of understanding. He's obviously uh, studied classical structure. And what he does is he breaks down some of the great soundtracks. So far, he's already tackled Jaws. He's tackled Star Wars. He's tackled um, Korngold, who is a famous composer who basically sort of influenced people like John Williams. It is an amazing podcast to listen to if you love the music that is in films and how it actually affects the way that you're thinking as you watch it. I, I cannot recommend this podcast enough for movie lovers. I'll check it out. I I, I think it's on another level um, as far as your knowledge of uh, of film. But, I think you'd like it. But I really I, do. I will. I, I will give it a listen. I need to, and I'll, I'll do it after we're done recording here today. What's I it mean, called? What's it called again? For maybe somebody it, that was doing some other studio work in the background, it, and it's called the soundtrack show. And and to to make sure everybody knows, it is not just the film snobs type show. What it is is it he really will take you through these pieces of music. And yes, he does get into the minutia of how, like, example, Star Wars, how you can have Luke's theme, da 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 and it will answer when points when Luke is confused while he's going down the Death Star Trench will be played in a minor key so that he sounds confused, and he'll get into that, but it is just so engrossing. I can't get enough of it. It's, cool. I, I wait every week for it to come out. It's a great show. And where did you say it's available? Uh, it's available on every stinking podcast awesome. app that, that you can find. I've looked Good. everywhere. It's on uh, so Spotify, Stitcher, it's iTunes, on iTunes yeah, all of them. Great. Fantastic. And actually, uh, along those lines, and I guess we can cover this later, but uh, I believe there's a, you said there's a new way to uh, listen to our show, so we'll get into that later on. Well, that's Todd's Take On, the wonderful uh, soundtrack show podcast. Check it out. Uh, more time to listen and uh, and cool things to find out and learn about. That takes us on to Jeff's Judgment On. Um, this week, <clears throat> Jeff's Judgment is on the God of War. Um, probably one of the best games I have ever played. Have I already done God of War? I'm having a, I'm having a senior moment. 
I didn't talk about that last week, did it? But I don't think you put it in this this segment. So oh, okay. So God of War, it's it's uh, the fourth in the series. It's kind of a reboot, and that's not so much a reboot, but a lot has happened since uh, God of War three left us off. But more than getting into any kind of spoilers or anything, um, the game is so well put together. Um, as as I've been a gamer for over forty years, there isn't a lot of games. There haven't been a lot of games that I've played where I have a lot of aha moments. The last one that really rocked uh, my world, so to speak, because that that thing's relevant these days, um, uh, was The Last of Us on the PlayStation Four. Um, this is right up there. There are technical elements that are amazing. Uh, one of the things that um, they did differently with this game is there are no load screens at all during the game. That's interesting. Yes. So there's always something on the screen, something always happening. So there's no just black, you know, please wait, it's loading. So that was a big thing for them. It taxes the heck out of my regular old PS4. Uh, PS4 Pro is probably a little better gaming system to handle it. But um, I highly recommend go out, get it, play it, enjoy it, because it, my friend, uh, uh, my kind listeners, um, is a game that's that's worth putting that time and, and energy into. Another piece of information that I found out that, that um, impressed me is they're not going to do DLC on it. There is not going to be any downloadable content. The, the head guy, I'm sure there's a team of thousands, but the head guy in charge... Uh, has been uh, on record saying that he uh, would rather just make another game and make a good quality game than uh, try and do the DLC Band-Aid, my feelings, which are Band-Aids on either poorly produced games or gaming companies that just want to make more money. Um, want it, it's like they rush it to market yeah. instead of doing it. We'll completely. fix it. We'll, yeah, instead of we'll fix it in post, is we'll fix it with the DLC. Um, so is, is it a sandbox game? It, it is, but it's boy to call it a sandbox game almost, almost takes away some of the uh, takes takes away some of the 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 credit it should get. Mm, um, okay, it uh, it is a that type of game, but it is a masterfully uh, put together type of game that operates in a little bit of a sand, sandbox. Because the problem with sandbox, and we, you know, like Far Cry Five came out, I, I I got that, I played that. That's a true sandbox game, open map. You can go around and do whatever. So in those games, I become disinterested early because I get too caught up in trying to do all the side missions than the story. Uh, this has side missions, but if they if you are going to complete them, they are fairly quick to complete, and um. They are. I did talk about it because I was talking about the uh, uh, the skill level. So this is this is Jeff's judgment part two on God of War. I love. And obviously, the... it's made a big impact. You want to talk about it twice? So I therefore, the... I'm telling you right now, if you guys are not going out and playing this, if Jeff is this impassioned to talk about it twice and have a senior moment that he's documenting on the show, that's right. You're screwing yourself out of a great time. Isn't it great? Isn't it great how the brain works? Where you're like, okay, have we talked about this? And the brain's like, wait, what? And you're like, I'm sorry, I'm talking. Um, Welcome to my daily. Have we existence. have we done have we done this before? Nah, I don't know. Maybe. 
<laughs> okay, well, thanks. Appreciate it. Go make a complete ass out of myself. So anyway, get the game. It, it is sandbox, but it, it but they do it masterfully. And and yes, you're right. I'm kind of rambling, but uh, definitely check it out. Uh, God of War, PS4. All right, so that's uh, Jeff's judgment. Maybe it should be Jeff's forgetful brain. Maybe we should, <laughs> should call it that. Maybe you should change the name of it every week so it's just completely your right, brain. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, Jeff's an idiot. We'll just call it Jeff's an idiot. <laughs> All right, at this time, we're going to get into the main meat of the show. Oh, and folks, you may notice we're kind of moving things along um, a little quicker. Um, uh, we have some travels and stuff coming up, um, for work and schedules. So we are going to try and shorten these up a little bit, uh, just to help out with the production process. All right. So with no longer, uh, wait, let's get into, uh, the contest. Ha, ah, that's funny. And then we have some music like that. That's good. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Other Kind Radio Challenge. Name that flick. We'll just pause it right there. There's no need to fade. Um, <laughs> when I get to the podium at the Olympics, I want them to cut the music off right there. Oh, is that the Olympic theme? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. okay. I love it, though. All right. All right. I, I, I knew it sounded familiar. All right, so here's what we're doing today, folks. Todd and I were throwing around the idea that uh, obviously Todd has a lot of film knowledge and is very all that good stuff. But we thought, how fun would it be to pick um, a movie, uh, uh, movie clips, sound clips, and then try and see if the other one can figure out what it is. And while I was in Dallas, which was just last week, Todd and I set up some um, some initial rules, and the rules were we weren't going to go back more than twenty five years, and so Todd has gone against that. And I guess I had a senior moment. Yeah. So now it's it's movies ranging from the thirties all the way to modern day. The clips that we're picking are going to be one to three minutes. Uh, we have structured this with a kind listener in, uh, in mind. Um, we are going to play the clip when whoever's trying to guess knows it we're just going to say got it finish the clip and then uh talk about it so you at home can play um maybe you'll figure it out faster than us maybe maybe not but uh that way you at least uh, don't feel like we're just uh playing something quick and then forgot about you um we are going to give bonus points for for actor director and year which I know Todd's going to kill on all of the ones that I I gave him because I was trying to you know be nice. He's going to pick. Cheated. He's going to pick something from. Ah, so you say that's a tree, and that'll be it. And then I'll have to figure out that that's moons over my hammy or bridge over our Iroquois. You're going to do better than you think you okay. are. Okay. All right. So we, uh, the other thing about the format is we are going to alternate. So because Todd cheated, he gets to go first. Um, or gets the play first, right? Because that'll leave me the 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 last. No, wait. You see you. The no. If, I, if you play yours first, that'll leave you the last. Okay, so let's do that. I'll go first. That way, I'll have the last chance. We are going to give some bonus points for actor, director, and year. So as you're listening to the clip, if you want to jot those down, uh, and feel free to email us your scores. So uh, right now, I'm going to predict the score. <clears throat> so that's five clips 
each. So at most, I can get... How what are are we going to get points for actor, director, and year, or one of them? Uh, one of them. If you can name all three, we'll give you an extra one. Another uh, two points. Yeah, okay. but if you get one of them, you get one point. If you can then name all three, you get an extra point. So uh, every one you can get a total. You get when you name the movie, you get a point. If you can name one of them, you get a point. If you name all three, you get a third further further point. So you can get three points per movie. So that's eight points eight times eight times five i gotta get the calculator no that's that's three times five three points per movie right three oh three points per movie times five. so that's yeah. 15 yeah okay see folks what i did there i distracted him now todd already won i get a point for now, he's, <laughs> now he's focused okay <laughs> so my prediction is it is going to be uh and since uh todd's going first yes enjoy your beer um, since Todd's going first, I'm going to say he is going to get, um, 15 points, whatever. And I am going to get eight. Okay. I think it's, that's 15. What's your, what's yours? What's your take? What do you think? It's going to be 15, 15. No About way. 10, 10, 10. Oh, all right. I, I purposely I, look. I did cheat, and I, I told Jeff I did not remember when he said the twenty five. When he said it, all of a sudden, my fiftyish year old brain went, "Yeah, he did say that." Yeah, he did say that. But I purposely chose when I went through this is like I'm going to choose films that you know mean something, but I'm going to choose from what, that I I didn't want to stump Jeff. I wanted to just oh. see what he. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm I'm with you there too. I'm not trying to stump you. I just kind of went around, so we'll see. I yeah. mean, this is what's kind of fun about it. So this is definitely, uh, you know, we can we can uh, change for the future. Okay, yep. so I want to go last, so I'm going to play first. So this is okay. Todd's first name that flick. Here is the first movie sound. Here we go. There was a demon that lived in the air. They said whoever challenged him would die. Their controls would freeze up. Their planes would buffet wildly. And they would disintegrate. The demon lived at Mach 1 on the meter. Okay, I got it. 750 miles an hour where the air could no longer move out of the way. He lived behind a barrier through which they said no man could ever pass. They called it the sound barrier. Then they built a small plane, the X-1, to try and break the sound barrier. And men came to the high desert of California to ride it. I've got it if you can hear me. I don't know if they you can hear me. They were called test pilots. And no one knew their names. Yes, I did hear you, but remember oh, when we okay. explained the rules, we said we I were going to play the entire clip so the, the listener at home can, can play too. My bad. <laughs> In the original thing, I thought we were talking about, we'll stop it. And so I won't do that again. We'll Good. allow the entire thing to go. So you got that pretty quick. Your your guess, because I'm going to call it a guess because you don't know. Your guess is? It is The Right Stuff, directed by Philip Kaufman. Uh, Sam Shepard was in that, and I'm going to guess it's early 80s. I need a specific Dang. year. 
Don't Google 80, it. 83. Whatever. You Googled that. <laughs> Swear to God, it didn't. I'm t- what I was doing was splitting between 80 to 85. I knew it was somewhere in the middle, so I took 83. Is that nice. right? You're so good. You're so good. So, um, yes, you're correct. Ding, 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 ding. Good job. Um, I love this is one of my favorite openings to movies of all time um, because it's got that great shot where they're um, it's going through the clouds. And I, I like how the guy says there's a demon that lives in the air. That is actually what threw me off at first when he yeah. said, there's a demon. I was like, oh, my God, what is that? <laughs> but then as he talked, I, I, that came back because you're right. That first sequence of this film is so magical because it, yeah. it basically says what everything we thought of space was before these men did what they did. It's and, it's a magical movie. I and love the, that movie. And then in typical style, you stepped on my other favorite part of the whole clip that I have where he goes that they talk about building the X-1. And they they got they said then they brought in uh, guys to to fly these planes, and they were called test pilots, and no one knew their names, which I think that's just great. And then it goes into the whole whole movie. So, all right, three points, good job. Uh, I'm ready for my first clip. Let's do it. Oh, I have to play it. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you okay all right here's the first clip i love it when you kick me because i interrupted your clip and you don't even know you have to play the clip oh god that's funny stuff sorry okay all right serious here we go yeah men on the right pills? Maybe you should execute that traitor. I got it. You fools. He's playing some barbaric game. Now match him. Like this. <laughs> all right so I, my, i'm going with uh uh flash gordon ding <clears throat> it's funny how i i it, the the course the very cheesy velveta nacho like cheese music but it's yes. funny to me that the the moment of clarity or the moment i locked it in is when i heard the bong because I was, I knew, it was, <laughs> I knew it was a fight scene, but um, uh, it took me hearing that uh, before uh, uh, I could get it narrowed in. Uh, so, so if I can interject, the reason I chose that too, and I, I, I worried about giving you a fight scene like that, but I thought, God, you're a child of this era too. To me, 
that movie comes out as, as a answer to Star Wars. It's three years too late. It's the wrong tone. It's so cheesy. It's got Queen's soundtrack. But that scene alone, when I think of it, when I talk about Flash Gordon to even my kid, you know, I'm like, it's so bad yeah. that when he first gets there, he takes an ornamental egg and plays football with it to yeah. escape the bad guys. And what I love is when he counts blue, 42, yeah. 41, 42, 43. I I'd never, ever heard someone you know, count upwards to hike the ball. But the but the the penultimate moment is when Dale Arden is screaming the "Go Flash, go!" Yes, it, it's just a perfect bad movie. So I don't know who the director is, but I know De- uh, Gail Gordon's in it. So I get two points because you just mentioned her name. Well, that's the character's name. Who's oh, that's not the actress. No, I don't even know. I know he was in Ted. <laughs> Damn it! I don't know his name. I don't know the director. You, I don't you know. Can the name. Name, you can name any actor that's in it think about it any actor that's in it i don't i don't even know the guy that plays the evil king guy in the hot that and then you got the one dude where they have to stick their hands in the tree trunk and get bit and, and i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a hint because i want to be fair that guy that sticks his hand in the tree trunk becomes james bond right yeah gordon left foot <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you win. He is Bond. He wasn't a very good Bond, but he was Bond for a little bit, right? Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Right. Okay, I get a point. That's about how I figured it'd go, but good choice. Now, uh, before we get on to your second clip, mm-hmm. how surprised are you about what movie I picked for that first one? You know what? I I didn't know what I expected, but to me, that's one of those forgotten great films of that era. Oh. Cool. And so when you did it, I, when I finally locked in on what it was, I was like, oh, wonderful choice. And I, I, I Thank you. And I have to say, I was very nervous hitting play when, once I realized I had to play the clip. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I was very nervous. But when I heard the beer, 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 I'm going, I, it's almost like too good to be true. I'm like, really? He's giving me this? Oh, I, thank you. I but- promised you that I would start incredibly easy. <laughs> okay. Oh, so you actually have your orders in difficulty, don't you? I, I'm not gonna lie; it does escalate, okay. but I think I honestly yeah. think you can get everyone right. And I don't care what my score is if you can name every film we're okay. on even ground. All right. Um, so here's your second. <clears throat> okay. I gotta find my mouse. Here we go. Uh, by the way, you have to play the clip. Yes, I have to. Play. <laughs> I'm in three, <laughs> two, one. Howard, there's your Chinaman. Oh, thanks, Fred. Hi, Don. What the? What's he doing on the ground there? What's happening? What's happening? Oh, Mirror in front of his mouth. Howard, he's dead. Oh, shit. I paid seven grand for a wedding. I'll never see it. Oh, watch your language, Mr. Dirty Mouth. Oh, thank God he is still warm. Oh, good. Here, here, here. Here, I'll help you. Oh, shit. Canine cologne. Oh, no more Yankee, my wanky. The donga need food. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, he's he's three sheets to the wind. (laughs) He's drunk as a skunk. Oh, why don't you shut up, Fred? Shut up, dude. Dong. Dong. Dong, Grandpa is talking to you. <laughs> Dong, where is my automobile? Automobile? Mm. <laughs> 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 
Leg. <laughs> Big leg. <laughs> Why, you little scuzzbag. Wow! Did you get it? Dong. At 16 Candles, director John Hughes, and I'm going to guess 85. Uh, no. It was 84. You get two, oh! You get two points. So, yeah. No, 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 no. Maybe I overstepped. So, when you know what it is, say it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Just say, just say I got it, and then I, that way I can know. Because I was like the whole time, I'm like, is, it, is he not getting this? <laughs> no, I got it, but I, I misunderstood at, what you wanted. So, at what, yeah, po- I, at what point I, did you know what it was? How quickly? Um, I forget how the I forget what line you began with. It, it was about 30, maybe 15 to 30 seconds in. I don't remember exactly, but I mean that's such an iconic film of our youth yeah. that it's hard not to. And and I have, as you probably do, people. Well, either you know, dong or yeah, yeah, automobile, automobile, so, yeah. and then when uh, I like when he goes, he goes, uh, I paid seven seven grand for a wedding. I'm not even get to see it. I'm like seven grand. Wow. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Well, good job. Okay, so just to recap, you have five points, and uh, I have one, five to one, um, and we're ready for uh, my second clip. All right, here we go. Hey, Mike. Hello, fellas. Everybody's here. Freddy, Tom, good to see you, Mike. How are you, Mo? All right. You got everything you want? The chef cooked for you special. The dancers will kick your tongue out, and your credit is good. Draw chips for everybody in the room so they can play in the house. My credit good enough to buy you out? (laughs) Buy me out. Casino. The hotel. Corleone family wants to buy you out. Corleone family wants to buy me out. Ding. <laughs> I buy you out. You don't buy me out. Your casino loses money. Maybe we can do better. You think I'm skimming off the top, Mike? You're unlucky. <laughs> you goddamn guineas really make me laugh. I do you a favor and take Freddie in when you're having a bad time, and then you try to push me out. Wait a minute. You took Freddie in because the Corleone family bankrolled your casino because the Molinari family on the coast guaranteed his safety. Now, we're talking business. Let's talk business. Yeah, let's. All right, I'll cut it there because I know there's quite a bunch of time left. And there's a lot of cussing, so I'm actually glad you beat that. Okay. Um, So that is, oh, yes, and I forgot to tell everybody, these are movie clips, so there may be some language that are involved uh, just for uh, the kind listener awareness. But I'm going to go with The Godfather. Good job. Al Pacino. Very good. Who directed The Godfather? <laughs> oh my God! Every, One of my absolute heroes. Everybody is throwing stuff at their device right now and screaming this person's name. I know he's a big guy. I know he has a beard, and I know De Palma wrote the book, right? No. Oh, I don't know that De Palma. I know that De Palma didn't write the book. Mario Puzo wrote. The Mario book. Puzo did, but the director and he's he was known. He went on to do. Um, uh, Stay Golden, Pony Boy. Yes, very um, good. The Outsiders. He had uh, he had a very unique way of casting uh, his actors. In fact, I know from The Outsiders, he um, actually had the rich kids stay in a really nice hotel, mm-hmm. and Ralph, was it Ralph Macho and all all the other hot guys at that time, Life Garrett and all them, yeah, stay in a really kind of crappy hotel, and they got yeah. they yep. built up animosity and everything. 
Um, but <laughs> he makes he has wine. A, he has a he, wine, he all, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, he's all but retired from filmmaking and now makes wine. Coppola. Very good. Okay. Yay. I just have, sometimes I have to talk through it. Is it, is it David Copperfield? No, that's David Copperfield. It's, he has three names. Steve, Fred, and Barney. <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola. Oh, man. I would have. We would have had so many people lose faith in you this know the program. year. I believe it came out the year or right around the time I was born. I want to say 1972. Bingo! Look <laughs> at you. You got all three on that one. I'm so proud of you. Just saying. You're oh up by God, a point man. now. You're up by a point now. I'm coming hey, back. You know what? If if you win, I'm just I'm going to be like a proud papa. Oh, and the, and the, I just had to say. <laughs> Notice I did had no idea. So I'm listening to it, and I really am. I've I've d developed a new phobia. Hey, yeah, you see, and I'm like, <laughs> and they're talking, and like, and I'm like, God, he picked some freaking 1930s gangster film, and I'm thinking through, and it's so funny. I'm starting to panic on the inside, and then I hear uh, the the family name, um, which I Corleone. Corleone, and I'm like, oh, and then that's you hear me go, ding. <laughs> So I, I'm, I'm going to say what I said to Jeff up top. I did my best because what I don't want to be labeled as is as a film snob that tried to trip him up. Oh, I, sure, yes, sure. I'm going to pick these films that I love, yeah. but I'm going to do something. And, and in most of them, if you know anything about film history, you can most likely pick them up. Right. Okay, cool. I'm digging that. All right. Now it's your turn, my friend. You're in the hot seat. Here is clip number three coming at you in three, two, one. Got it. Wasting my time now. Come on. Come on. Do you? Yeah. Anybody move out, blow your fucking head off. What are you looking at, buddy? Come on. Well, I say that. Stop stalling. Come on. Don't stall me. All of it. Come on. Come on. Excuse me for a moment. It would be wise for you to put the weapon down. Who the fuck is this asshole? Please refrain from using any further obscenities in the presence of these people. What? I've warned you. I'll be forced to thrash you. Fuck you! <laughs> Freeze, you diseased rhinoceros pizzle. Would you like to change your answer? Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I, I know I've seen that movie, and I can't think of what it is. Okay, so let's try and piece this together because I just did what you promised you wouldn't. But you're also okay. a film master, so I specifically picked this because I knew you would cue in on it. And what, what did you think it was at first? Well, at first, when I heard all the the rustling around, I thought the end of Pulp Fiction. But then I thought, no, he doesn't throw a fit at the end of it because I'm going to be honest with you, I can't stand Samuel L. Jackson as a, a actor. Okay, I, I, it's everyone, every movie he's in is the exact same right, performance. Right. Okay. So let's let's talk about. It. So you know, and that is in fact Samuel L. Jackson. So we we've right. got one actor, and then what about the the guy that approaches him? See, and that's the thing. That's especially where I was like, okay, I don't know. Because he, he sounds Hispanic. He almost sounds like Anth uh, uh, Banderas, and I know that's not it. 
Okay. Jeff, you may have stumped me. I may have stumped you. And it may be an unfair reference because this this is, you know, Right Stuff is a well-known movie. 16 Candles is iconic. So I did kind of go into the the little bit of the uh, my bag of tricks here because I had to I had to put something together. But let's let's I'm, see if we can slowly give you some 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 tips. So you have one point because you have you've uh, correctly identified an actor. Um I will, we'll see if we can't still get you on the year. But this particular movie was at the height of this comedian's career. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Is it coming to America? It is. It is. <laughs> Fantastic. And the year? Uh, 87. 88. 88, and it's Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall see, and, and I, all that. But and that scene where he goes, you know, don't even think about it or don't move, you Denise, disease, rhinoceros, right. pizzle, or whatever. I thought you would have cued in on that too. So, well, I think I think by that time I was so damn confused because I, I will tell you this: you played the game masterfully, my friend. But you set me. You were like an expert pitcher. You pitched in high and tight. You showed me the outside corner, and you came back in with the changeup. I, I was not expecting that. That that was well played. And I'm giving you I'm giving you uh, two, full two points for that because you did come up with the, the name of it. So I gave you a little bit of hint. Maybe you'll give me a little love uh, of, on one of your clips. So uh, I'd be happy to coming to America I, again. I'm sure you've seen it. That was the whole thing for me. I'm like, but has is, is Todd seen it? <laughs> I've seen it, but do you know? I honestly don't know that I've seen it since I saw it that first time. Back in uh, the 80s. It's uh, a great middle. It's fun. It was either this scene or I was thinking about playing the one where they're in the uh, barbershop. That might uh, be, that might have been a better one. But I also... That, that one would to... have been very obvious. I don't really remember Samuel L. Jackson in that at okay. all. Yeah, it's 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 an early, early uh, uh, I think an early role for him in there. Because right. he doesn't look quite like Samuel L. Jackson, but he's also a million years old now. So, okay. But he sounds just like Samuel L. Jackson in everything you did. Oh, wait. Ampro Palpatine, I'm telling you the way it is. Yeah. Hey, asshole. It's all the same thing. And, and yes, because he does say, I'll shoot the MFR and yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I should have prefaced, yeah, before the clip, there is some cussing. But I figured we got, we have to keep it in because it's it's the movie. Absolutely. I, <clears throat> our kind listeners understand. We're here to talk about pop culture and occasionally that kind of stuff seeps in. Okay, so that brings your total to seven. Uh, and now it's my turn to come back with the third clip. You're listening to The Other Kind Radio. I'm Jeff. He's Todd. We're playing Name That Flick, where we're playing short clips, audio clips from films, and trying to figure out the name of the movie, the maybe an actor or the director in the year that it came out. So again, currently uh, in the, in the middle of the third inning, it is seven to four. My clip, third clip, coming up now. You are too much for me, ass. You sound like a horse, bitch. I wish I knew how to quit you. Got it. Then why don't you? Why don't you just let me be, huh? Because of you, Jack, that I'm like this. I'm nothing. I'm, I'm nowhere. Oh. Get the fuck off me! Sorry. It's all right. Damn you, Hams. 
you can't stand like this anymore, Jack. <laughs> wow. What what a what a uh what an unsuspected uh clip for you to play. Again, I have to tell you, I every clip I hit, I'm waiting for like that <laughs> old timey <laughs> Well, so you got your car there, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, and, and this, this particular movie came out, um, right around the time when I was engaged in it and the engagement fell through and was having, you know, just, yeah, just kind of a bit run of stuff and watch this movie and oh my God, did it make an impression? Uh, I know that there were people that were, you know, fo focused on certain aspects as far as what the sexual orientation of the main actors were, but um, so pleased to uh, to have uh, you put this in here. So that, of course, is uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain. Um, the actor that, uh, and this is, I believe, one of his first roles that he played. Uh, in his career, he may have some other roles, but I think it was his blockbuster kind of moment, uh, and, and turned out to be one of the one of the best uh, actors that gave so much uh, on that screen. And that's Heath Ledger, um, who 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 didn't pull a, a Samuel Jackson and just kind of do the same bit. Never that movie. guy. With what yeah. you're saying there, to me, Heath Ledger. I, one thing that I fall prey to, and this is because of my father, and I've talked about the the. Uh, sweet snobbery my dad can have about movies where he will pigeonhole someone and say that's all they're worth and so i saw heath ledger and i think it was in a knight's tale and i thought eh, he's a pretty boy yeah so he comes out in this yeah and i went to that having grown up in texas and what he does as far as just creating a character that lives in texas it, he's like my uncle that recently passed away. The way he just always, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and I watched it. and I was haunted by it, and I thought, oh my god, I was wrong. He is, if for any reason, he is stupendous in this role, and you need to see it. Yeah, it's a great it's movie. It's a great film. And so, uh, who, so uh, any idea who directed it? Oh God, that's right. Okay, so I'm supposed to guess the director. Is this? Uh, I don't off the top of my head. Is it a well-known director? Uh, a well-known. If you if you know a little bit already of a director, he's very well known. Oh no! So I, you know, can't, it's not Cameron. Uh, no. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not Cameron. It's not Francis Ford Coppola. No, nope. it's not uh, the guy that directed Batman. Um, but I would like to try and exchange. So I, I've got movie and I've got actor. So I'm I'm going to try and, and and my third point. I think I'm going to try and go with year over director. Okay. Okay. Um, the director, uh, obviously, I'll, I'll feel bad once I hear it, but I want to say, because I know the timeline a little bit. Now, I didn't watch it in theater. I did watch it at home, so it had been out for a while. And I want to say, man, was it 2004 or was it 2005? Son of a biscuit. Um, I want to go with 2005. You're right. Yes. Yay. And Ang Lee is the director. I would have never gotten that. Chris Angley Angel, is Chris Angel. He does the the magic and stuff. Yeah, as a matter of fact, that's exactly what it is. The word <laughs> levitates out there. So Angley, the the director of things like uh, Life, uh, is it Life of Pi? I never saw that film, but uh, oh, uh, I wasn't a big fan of that. Crouching movie. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Wasn't a big fan of that movie either. Ooh, wow, I loved that movie. He's a very good director. You know, he actually directed one 
comic book movie, which was the Eric Bana, Jeff Bridges Hulk. Wow. Oh, and, well, he even admitted he's like, this isn't my kind of thing. And he left it and he went back and made when he makes things, they're pretty serious films. Well, listen, I've he's seen I've seen hidden basketball floating omelet a couple of times <laughs> and I just it just never hit a chord with me and that, that is I wanted it to I really did I wanted it to but it didn't there are movies that to me are just pure magic and yeah. that's one of them okay all right so bottom of the third we're tied up at seven I told you we'd be right neck and neck didn't I wow all right I think you're gonna get this one pretty quick Okay. I think this is the e I didn't put them in order, but I think this is the easiest one. This is your fourth clip coming at you in three, two, one. What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? Sir? The most you ever lost on a coin toss. I don't know. I couldn't say. Call it. Call it, yes. For a whole lot. Just I know it, but I just want to listen. Well, we need to know what we're calling it for here. You need to call it. I can't call it for you. Well, it wouldn't be fair. I didn't put nothing up. Yes, you did. You've been putting it up your whole life. You just didn't know it. You know what date is on this coin? No. 1958. It's been traveling 22 years to get here. And now it's here. And it's either heads or tails. And you have to say, call it. Well, look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything, call it. All right. Heads, then. Well done. Don't put it in your pocket, sir. Don't put it in your pocket. It's your lucky quarter. Where do you want me to put it? Anywhere not in your pocket. But it'll get mixed in with the others and become just a coin. I thought you might like that one. That one was, was specifically for you. Thank you. That's I, I will say of films that have come out within the last 15 years, probably one of my very favorite movies. That is No Country for Old Men, directed by Joel and Ethan Cohen. Starring Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, uh, and Tommy Lee Jones. That won the Best Picture in 2008, so it means they came out in 2007. Nice. Wow, you're just running the bases there. I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me what was special about that Oscar-winning movie. And it has to do with sound. Ooh. I, I'm going to be right up on this. That's not something that rings a bell, so I don't know. It has no, uh, it has no uh, score. Does it not? Music never plays in. I I think you're right. I now that you say that, that kind of hits me. That's yep. true. Yeah. <clears throat> so and that's odd because the Cone Brothers are usually yes. have some yeah real deep tie that that's that's fascinating so we'll just that's take cool. the extra bonus point and move it over to my side give it to yourself brother <laughs> no that's just a little little factoid stuck in my brain there good job good job all the way around thank you and so just remember for the last clip as soon as you know what movie it is 
hit just say ding or I got it because okay. Okay. um obviously how how far in did you when you were listening did you know what the movie was uh 5 seconds once I heard the phrase okay all right cuz that's that's the whole fun part of the the game is 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 got to it. know when you got it so maybe on the last clip you'll 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 do that for me <laughs> I, but but here's the thing also that I will do is I I I am always this kind of person I will listen until I'm sure before that Oh so sure that sure I, yeah 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 I would never win on Jeopardy cuz I'm not going to hit the buzzer first <laughs> All right okay so um it's on to your fourth clip for me Yes here we go Oh and I'm going to warn what everybody you... this audio is bad Okay bad audio warn listening what are you going to do now? I was going to go upstairs for a minute. Oh, I meant with your future. Your life. Well, that's a little hard to say. Ben. Excuse me. Mr. McGuire. Ben. Mr. McGuire. Come with me for a minute. I want to talk to you. Excuse us, Joanne. Of course. I just want to say one word to you. Just one word. Yes, sir. Are you listening? Yes, sir, you. Plastics. Exactly how do you mean? There's a great future in plastics. Think about it. Will you think about it? Yes, I will. Enough said. That's a deal. Did I stump you? So my worst nightmare has come true. <laughs> I don't I don't know the context. I know that I'll forever remember plastics, because uh, that seems to be a big deal. Um, I know it's one of them movies around this time because the soundtrack's all weird. Um, I thought in the beginning that sounded like Audrey Hepburn, um, but everybody sounded kind of like that back in that day. So I'm going to do what you did for me with coming to America. I'm going to help you through this because you're wrong about the era. Oh, plastic. it's actually Plastics. a film that came out Plastics. around the time you and I would have been born. I thought maybe I was on to something when he said McGuire a couple times, but I don't remember that in Jerry Maguire. So, so this film is very famous for it. It's considered to be a film that spoke to a generation. It no. changed a bit of cinematic language in that oh, it used a soundtrack in a way that had never been done before, where it was almost the inner thoughts of the character. Where they had a giant hiss run through the whole thing? I mean, trust <laughs> me, I tried to find one where it wasn't, <laughs> and I couldn't find it. So it's very famous because a folk duo did the soundtrack for this film, and it became... A soundtrack of, of the generation awesome because you know when you're a kid and you play that warmer 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 hot 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 right mm -hmm. yeah when you're trying Did to you find something colder we, yeah i am now i have moved from from omaha nebraska and i'm now sitting inside the arctic circle um <laughs> <laughs> I, I i really i'm going to be honest with you the whole plastic exchange is and maybe I got two film snobby. That is such no, a, no, a classic no, not, film moment that I not, thought that you would. You're have, not have film at least snobby. In fact, for the kind listener right now, I want everybody that knows what the movie is, and I can just hear my father, uh, just you know, collectively at the count of three, just shout out the answer. Maybe I'll hear. Maybe the space time continuum thing will. There'll be a tear in it, and I'll hear what you shout. So, one, two, three. 
All I've got is uh, uh... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna keep going with this. Okay, I'm right. saying this to you. Do 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 do. Would you know what that is? I am now in the vacuum of space. That's how and cold we've got. And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Jesus loves you more than you could know. No, no, no. Dustin Hoffman. Very good. I you get know. a point for that. I don't know who. No, because you just sang the title. <laughs> I'm going to give you a hint. It's called The Star Wars. What's the name? What's the name of the film? Mrs. Ro- uh, it's oh oh. It's not Mrs. Robinson. No, it's not. It's not Mrs. Doubtfire. Come on, brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's not tootsie Screw it. actually i was screwing with you that is a hidden scene that's a deleted scene yeah. from mrs doubtfire you win right okay it's it's okay so it's about a a, a college guy who yes. gets with and i've never seen this movie who gets with and that didn't sound like dustin hoffman uh that was dustin hoffman in that scene yeah so he gets with an older woman and yes. it's it's got the famous uh, cover where the, it's a shot of her leg, and yes. then in, in, in the space, the negative space below her her leg is him standing there, and I believe he has a yellow jacket that looks a lot like the Hall of Fame jackets that people get when they get to the NFL Hall of Fame. So I'm the, demanding that just because in, two things, because you knew the, what the iconography in the poster was, and the thing that you said negative space, you get a point for this, <laughs> whether you like it or not, you give yourself a point. And it is called the co- the graduate because you graduated Very from good. school. So I'll give myself just a, a point and a half on that. Um, I, I, I don't know who directed. I'm sure it wasn't Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it wasn't Ang Lee one, either. It wasn't Christopher Nolan. Um, oh, my God. If it had been Christopher Nolan, it, yeah. they would have had an affair. We would have had flashbacks to when he was born. He would have been like, I want to sleep with you. <laughs> uh, little Batman reference for you guys. Sorry. Uh, so who directed it? That would have been Mike Nichols. Oh, yeah, from uh, on Saturday Night Live. Mike Nichols was a uh, a part of a, a comedy team. I believe it was Elaine May who was his comedy partner. Mm-hmm. He he had an odd career in that he did not want to just be a, a hacky type person, and they kept trying to give him all these things. He went on. He he started directing Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Then The Graduate, Catch-22, Colonel Knowledge. He had a storied career. And I mean, and and that was also directing Broadway shows until he died in 2014. He was also married to Diane Sawyer. Lordy. Uh, The man, I'm telling you right now, if you want to understand cinema of the 60s, you have to at least put The Graduate in there somewhere because it's that point where popular entertainment takes the ideas of the counterculture and I it's need to see film. it. I need to see it. Thank you for the hint. Um, and I don't even know what part of that movie it, it was. So that's the very that's the very start of the movie. And the whole you know everybody is always like, why does it get into plastics? Because Benjamin, what they're trying to say is Benjamin is so lost, and the older generation is trying to tell him to get into something that is super as a superficial uh, as plastics. Gotcha. And then he ends up to getting into something else. Yes, he uh, does. Uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so we'll, we'll recap here. Uh, the score is ten nine because I'm not gonna. I really am not gonna give myself uh, the full credit there, even though I knew about negative space and everything. But it was the whole Mrs. Robinson. If you hadn't done that, uh, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been anywhere close. So, uh, thank you for pulling me back from the vacuum of space, back into the cozy studios here in Omaha, Nebraska, and back to the show. All right, here is the fifth and last one. Now I haggled over this one quite a bit. 
But we'll see. I I, th- I know you're going to get it. I know you're going to get it. And you're going to get it in three, two, one. Hello. Hi. We're in here, son. Hey, Charlie. Hey, William. How's it going? All right. Give your mother a kiss and I'll kick your teeth in. Oh, damn it. Hi. Hey. Did you happen to see the most beautiful Man, little... shut it! <laughs> if you did... How you doing, Dad? I'm doing fine. Come on, Charlie. All right, away and go with your mother, all right? And while you're there, why don't you try one of her bras on you, wee girl? Float away, you fairy! Oh, my God. Well, it's a well-known fact, Sonny Jim, that there's a secret society of the five wealthiest people in the world, known as the Pentaverite, mm. who run everything in the world, including the newspapers, and meet tri-annually at a secret country mansion in Colorado known as the Meadows. So who's in this Pentaverite? The Queen, the Vatican, the Gettys, the Rothschilds, and Colonel Sanders before he went tetsa. I hated the colonel with his wee beady eyes and that smug look on his face. Oh, you're gonna buy my chicken. Oh, Dad, how can you hate the colonel? Because he puts an addictive chemical in his chicken that makes you crave it fortnightly, smart arse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking, uh, you actually, that may be the most you've stumped me. I, I, I can see the film. Yeah. I know that's Mike Myers. Yes. Point there. I'm thinking. Just bear with me. Uh, I oh my god. I married an so on I married married an axe murderer. That's it. Nice. Year and or, and or director? That would have been early 90s. I know that because that's when he actually had the power to make crappy movies and people would go see him. <gasps> that movie is not crap. Is it really not? No, it's a great movie. 93? <laughs> Good job. Three points. Uh, did I really guess that right? You bastard. <laughs> Sorry. I swear, I, to, I swear to God, I did the exact same thing I did with <laughs> the right stuff where I went. It wasn't 95 and it wasn't oh. 90, so it's 93. And to- total to 13 points. Yeah. So I need a I need a miracle. I'll end it as a miracle. Great job. Yes. Thank you. It, it is a little hidden one. If you haven't seen it in a while, you need to you need to watch it. It's a it's it's a it's a step away from um, get in my belly and all that stuff. Um, See, that's where I started falling down because yeah. that's all I heard at first was that like, get in them, yeah. and I couldn't hear it. It's it's and got, I remember the trailers is what I kept hearing yeah. over and over. You, 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 it's worth checking out. It's worth okay, checking I'll out. It's it. a silly movie, and uh, it, I guarantee at least s- nine laughs. Awesome. Okay. All right, folks. Here is Jeff's final chance to at least pull closer to the dominant Todd, who got thirteen out of fifteen. That is, that's pretty good. All right, and and um, now. <laughs> Now that I know this is your fifth cl- clip and you did do a degree of difficulty, um, I'm scared. Let's, <laughs> let's see what happens. As long as I can remember, you've talked about giving the people their rights as if you could make them a present of liberty as a reward for services rendered. Jed. Remember the working man? I'll get drunk too, Jedediah. 
it'll do any good. Uh, it won't do any good. Besides, you'll never get drunk. You used to write an awful lot about the working man. Oh, go on He's home. turning into something called organized labor. You're not going to like that one little bit when you find out it means that your working man expects something as his right, not as your gift, Charlie. When your precious, underprivileged really get together, oh, boy. That's going to add up to something bigger than your privilege, and I don't know what you'll do. All right, so the first thing I know about this film is that it is in black and white. Yes, it is. You know how I know that? How? Because they talk like this. <laughs> uh, you knew you knew that they were someone was eventually going to talk like that. Right, right, right. We were going to get there. Um. So, the first thing that this isn't my guess, but this is my thought process since you're kind of helping me. Um, my first thought, I heard political stuff, so I'm thinking, "Kill a Mockingbird," Mr. Smith goes to Washington, something like that. Either one of those warm? Those would both be incorrect. Right. I didn't ask if they were right. I asked if they were warm. <laughs> those are both incredibly cold. <laughs> okay. Um, How did you put it before? Uh, I'm going to actually go for the terror cold. Yeah, okay. Uh, I felt like maybe they were in um, a discussion behind closed doors. So maybe some people, maybe there were 12 of them. Maybe they were angry. Behind closed doors is very warm. 12 and angry, not even the ballpark. Okay, so you you know what I'm referencing there, right? Yes, I do. You and everybody else that's shouting the answer collectively right now. Right. Uh, Behind closed doors. Uh, I heard government. I, mm-hmm. I, I it sounded like it was a political conversation talking about the the well to do and the and the not so well to do. So, um, it, and I didn't hear Jimmy Stewart. So uh, you won't ever hear Jer- Jimmy Stewart with me. Oh, ooh. Well, then not I, not a big Jimmy Stewart fan. One or two films we'll talk about sometime, later, but not okay. a big fan. Ah, uh, da 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 da. See if we're ready to start giving. So behind closed doors is you say is warm. So I don't remember warm. any 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 movie called uh, Nancy Jack Stolson in Behind Closed Doors. <laughs> um, that wasn't a X rated film. No, yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, yeah, because they talk that way in X rated films too. Yes, they do. Wouldn't they be awesome? Yeah, you sure. Hey, yeah. come over here. <laughs> Those are those are nice pants you've got on. Um, okay, start giving me some hints. All right. So behind closed doors, in that one of the characters has just lost an election that he thought he could essentially buy. So it's not Mr. Smith goes to Washington. It is not. He thought that he could buy because he has so much money. Oh, did you really reach into that bag and and play something from Citizen Kane? I did. You bugger you. <laughs> I wondered if you would have. I if if I could have a conversation with 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 four day ago Jeff, I would be like, you know, his number one pick is going to be, you know, from Rosebud or whatever the name of that movie is. <laughs> from uh, Rosebud, they 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 couldn't market it as Citizen Kane, so in foreign markets they just called it Rosebud. Yeah. yeah. That is actually one of my two favorite scenes, and the only part that I excluded is at the end of it. He, he goes on to lambast him about wanting love on his own terms, which Citizen Kane, Charles Foster Kane, are, 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 oh, well, that's, I'm, I'm basically, you already know what film it is. I know, but I wanted to try and guess an actor or an, uh, the director. I, I'm not saying it. I'm saying, oh, oh. so 
in that scene, he says, you always wanted to love on your own terms. Charles mm-hmm. Foster Kane replies, are those not the only terms that any man knows? Oh. I, today, that is still one of my favorite lines of dialogue. It is so absolutely beautiful and perfect. And, I, I and, toyed with that, and there's another scene that's pretty cool, accurate. but I, this is probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Um, directed by H.G. Wells. No. Directed by Hitchcock. <laughs> I got it. So... Kind of listeners, this is where Jeff and I quit becoming friends. Citizen I, Kane. I can't talk to him anymore. I excommunicate him. Directed by George Lucas. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine if George Lucas did do this? Yeah. Everything would be emotionless. Well, that's pretty much you what Star Wars. You only wanted love on your own terms. <laughs> <laughs> or they talk like Jar Jar being, well, love you want, but man measure not. You can't get your ship out. Um, I, it's it's a famous director. It was written by Orson Welles. Very good. Directed by Orson Welles, not H.G. Wells. Were they brothers? No, not H.G. Wells. Were they brothers? They not even spelled the same. The, <laughs> uh, and but it, they are tied together because Orson Welles did with the Mercury Three D players produce War of the Worlds that got him so famous that RKO then brought him in and said, we will let you do anything. He became the first director in Hollywood to essentially have what is called final cut. Final he was a, cut. able to make his own film and not have them tell him to change anything. I can tell you that I saw the uh, drunk history where they talked about this movie and Jack black played yeah. Orson Wells. That's a great drunk history. Um, that, it, it pretty much nails it, and too. And basically, it's got a bunch of uh, insider information about Hollywood in it. Right. And that they, uh, the newspaper guy um, wasn't going to let him put his movie in any theaters. Right. So then they set it up in a tent. Was it a tent? They actually, they actually got more than tents. That's where yeah. drunk theaters kind okay. of wrong. Okay. Well, Citizen Kane, there you go. And I, I'll give myself... Uh, Do you know what year? Just out of oh curiosity. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, let's talk about the year. Uh, we're going way back. Way back. Uh, so, like, the 72, then you had the then you had the 60s. Yeah, it was cool, yeah. <laughs> so, it kind of reeks of 40s and 50s. You did say you went back 30 years, or, or, or back to the 30s and 40s. So, the fact you, you say the golden era. So, I'm thinking the golden era doesn't usually start out with a bang. So, it's not like 1930, bam, Citizen Kane. So, I'm liking, like, in the early 30s, they're still, like, figuring out how cameras work. Uh, when to take the lens cap off. Uh, they invent that little thing that's a little clicky-click thing. <laughs> take five! <laughs> I'm giving you the history of film. And then, I like this. And then Everybody sound- just hang on because Jeff is completely going through history. <laughs> and then sound was invented. And then um, Charlie Chaplin kind of came in and he was running around. And so I'm going to say the 30s are out. 40s, 40s were great years. Um and so probably not immediately for so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with 46 1941 ah darn it so that I, i'll give myself 
I, I did kind of find it when she gave me a hint. So I'll give myself a final point for that. That'll give bring, yourself a point and a half. Point and a half. So that gives me 12 point, or excuse me, huh? look at that math. That gives me, <laughs> <laughs> that gives me a score of 15. Thanks, folks. Uh, I win. Todd sucks. Bye. <laughs> 10 and a half points. Wow. Fantastic. Uh, hey, I got your score correct, just about. You did. You did. You did. I actually scored higher, and and yeah, yeah, fifteen. I was there was a, an attempt at humor in saying you were going to get fifteen, and that just kind of fell flat. So yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll pretend this that didn't comedy happen. Thing, it's not your forte. Fantastic. So let's uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> let's uh, let's give ourselves a little a uh, little round of applause. Yeah. Oh my lord, my brain hurts. Ooh. And I do have to say that uh, we'll have to do this again. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Next time I'll play by the rules. <laughs> I should have known. You, you, if you ever had a tail, it would have been in Citizen Kane. And I should, have, I should have said. And here comes the. This, this is the way it should have gone. It should have been. And here's Jeff's attempt to win in three, two, one. As long as I Citizen can remember, Kane. You <laughs> <laughs> no, you are so screwed next time. Uh, uh, I know, I know. We're, this is this is good. This is good stuff. All right. Well, we said we were going to do a shorter show, but yeah, we're we're about an hour. So we're hey, we're doing well. Um, well, a big thank you to Todd uh, for putting those together. I hope the kind listeners at home were able to play along a little bit. And um, if you kept track or or whatever and want to send those in, feel free to, to email us, Jeff at the Other Kind Radio or Todd at the Other Kind Radio or info at the Other Kind Radio. Or you can tweet uh, TOK Radio at TOK Radio, Talk Radio. The TOK stands for the Other Kind Radio. So uh, we'd love to hear some feedback. Um, we are kind of film centric right now and we promise the kind listener we're gonna we're gonna move away a little bit i believe uh the next show is gonna focus uh as i say that around uh the afi 100 we want to kind of get into that and have a basics uh, basic conversation about kind of what that is and how it's determined because a lot of the things that i saw just at a glance um and question todd has some very good answers for and then uh we're also gonna have uh, a music a music break music breakdown show man we're gonna like play some songs and like break it down see what the, the and i promise todd's guaranteed that he's not gonna use any of bruce springsteen songs so um what <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have those shows uh, coming up and uh, are pretty excited about it. So uh, before we sign off there, Todd, final thoughts, anything you want to add in there? You know, you can always build me up to be this film knowledge God, but it's half a while I love having you as a friend. You bring it back to how I, why I married an ax murderer or whatever. <laughs> And, and that immediately makes me go, you know what? I have film knowledge, but I haven't seen the films that I should see, which, you know what? You should see the films that make you forget that your heating bill is due. Right. Yes. So, yes. Great job. I told you you would do infinitely better than you thought you would. Fun time as always. Yes. Yes. And you helped me out there on a few of them. And, I, and your choices are great. And I, for me, that's the funnest part. Uh, I, I didn't know, I, I see, and this is where you and I are, are kind of getting to know about one another's. I didn't know what your, I didn't know your feelings about Samuel L. Jackson. I, and I didn't know how big of a Mike Myers fan you were. And, and the, now we've learned you kind of avoided that film just because of the, uh, 
his his other work but i do think you would enjoy it and yeah so now when i'm in a ring of people talking and they're going over lensing and and shots and stuff and i'm like yeah so you know the scene and so i married an axe murderer was pretty good you know right and just like, yeah oh. that's when you also bring up hey the negative space where yeah. Dustin Hoffman's actually framed <laughs> and they go wow what film god you hit him with that and then you go to mike myers <laughs> <laughs> yes don't juxtapose those two together your point is gone right right all right well that brings us to the end of our this is uh podcast number eight Hey, we're starting to crank out. We're we're delivering on our promise. So we will continue to get these shows to you. And we, again, thank everybody um, for listening and, and uh, helping the show become a success. Again, I gave out all the email addresses. Feel free to contact us. Uh, make sure you check out the Soundtrack uh, Show podcast that Todd was talking about. Uh, I know I will give those, uh, those particular individuals a listen. Go get God of War. Listen to both podcasts at the same time and play God of War, and you will be the multitasker of the universe. Uh, before we sign out, remember, you can get us on uh, SoundCloud. You can get us on Stitcher. You can get us on iTunes. On those particular um, uh, services, if you do like what you hear, please just like us or give us a rating on iTunes or whatever. We're trying to get some numbers put together. So feel free to rate us uh, once you listen to those podcasts. And I believe you can do the podcast. Um, well, I guess you do rank the other kind of radio. I don't know if you rank the podcast individually or not, but I know you can uh, on SoundCloud. So if there's a show that you really didn't care for or like, feel free to give us the feedback there. And I alluded to it earlier, Todd, you said we're on a new service. I had us muted and yeah. I couldn't get my mouse to move over. Um, yes. But and you don't know what it is. That. And, and <laughs> it literally is that I, as I jump around and all these things and I find it's not there, I put right. us in. So the truth is this. Ah. If you have found us through some means and we're not on your favorite service, right. tweet to us and let us know. It takes me all of maybe 10 minutes to figure out what their their mode is to get the stuff in there. I need to know those things because there are so many of these people out there. I don't know where to put us. Tweet us. Let me know. I'll have it there. You'll be able to listen to it on your favorite device. Fantastic. And I think the software we were going to we're using to close the show out is about to crash. It's we're we're, we're getting this fixed, folks. We're going to get some different software. Uh, it's it's freaking out. So uh, we'll just go with the non-dramatic, highly production-valued uh, version this time. <laughs> Let's see if it plays. Oh, we did get it. Yay. That was pretty good, though. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, so we're in the studios in Omaha, Nebraska. Thanks for joining us for Name That Flick. We'll do it again in the future. We'll have some content coming up here for you shortly. Have a great rest of your weekend, week, couple hours, however you want to throw it out there, whatever your scope is. And remember, we are The Other Kind Radio. The Other Kind Radio. The Other Kind Radio. The Other Kind Radio. The Other Kind Radio.